what's going on and welcome to episode 141 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley's Scale Modeling. We're the podcast that talks about in drinking beer. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not drinking beer tonight, I'm having a coffee. But I have a water, I have a water. Tonight. Decaf coffee. I was going to have a beer, but all I got is this, this blue Seagram's thing in the fridge and I, I'm afraid of it. Today I'm drinking Target brand Market Pantry decaf coffee. And uh, it's actually not that bad. I, I, uh, you said I like it was it. pretty good. Yeah. I, well, I told you a while back, you guys, I've been drinking decaf coffee in the evening just because I like coffee, but I don't want to be up till four in the morning. You know, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, I need, the weekends. I need I mean, to. If, I need to be able to function. Yeah, I need to be functional at work tomorrow. So, right. If it's a weekend or like a Friday or Saturday night, and I'm, I plan on being up late, then I'll pop some stuff down. Yeah, you know? but but uh, that, you know, outside of that, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing. It. Yeah, yeah, that's a ticket. <laughs> It's staying uh, away from soda because, well, it makes me fat. Yeah, so, you're, you know, I mean, you're, you're slimming your gut down. I am, man. I'm losing some. So, yeah. I'm feeling good about that. I'm proud of you. There's a step stool I'm proud that of you. you can get for when you work on your layouts and it kind of lets you overhang over top of the. But you don't want your gut uh, overhanging. Over well, the weight limit's 225 and I want to <laughs> stay away from that. So. Um, yeah, I don't want to be that guy, you know, that says, ah, well, you know what? I, I can't be on that. So I don't want to be him. Hey, I get it, man. I get it. But, you know, I, I, I could very well be that guy. You could be that guy. Nah, you're not that guy. No. All right. So right. let's get into some, um, goodies. I'm going to say the right, patron right. questions for the end. I threw them out on Facebook. I apologize. I did not email them out on time. To everybody, I only put them on Facebook this week. Um, I think next week we should work on getting a guest on. Well, here's the thing. Next week, on Monday, we start Ooh, our... Oh, yeah. yeah! We start our, our bill. Our oh, bill yeah, baby. Oh, so, yeah, baby. Um, I don't know if you're on Monday or what's best. You well, we can Monday flip a coin. Let's flip a coin. Well, I'm right doing... Now. I'm doing... Fu- oh, then flip it. <laughs> Flip it. I don't have a coin. Oh, all right. Well, I'll um. Oh wait, I do. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Just give me a second. All right. Insert Jeff. Insert uh, game show music here. Do 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 do. I can't really do the other one. I don't want to get copyright. While we wait for my dad, I'll twiddle my thumbs. I gotta find it. So give me a moment. All right. Well, let's keep going. So I'm building Foss Landing, and my dad's building Gleason's Garage. Right. Um, you still haven't found a coin? Jeez, hang on. I got a whole well, bin. I got a whole bin of them. I was looking for that plastic coin, the giant coin. Here, I got one right here, right now. It's the perfect coin. I have yeah. a Eisenhower um, silver dollar at my workbench. I stuck it in my workbench. You know, the big old bicentennial yeah. one? It weighs yeah, about four. Well, the coin shortage here, you know. So it's a yeah. This one's a one dollar coin. You could like, it's not only a coin. You can use it as a paperweight or you know like um, a washer for a vehicle if you ever need to fix something. It's heavy as yeah. hell. All right, here we go. 
I'll let you call it. Eisenhower's is heads. The back bicentennial side with the moon and the Liberty Bell is tails. Got it. If you call it, then you get to pick. Got it. All right. Here we go. I'm flipping it now. Call it. Tail. Tails. It's heads. All right, you go. All right. I will um I will go first. Okay, so you have Monday and I have Tuesday. Yeah. So Monday so night. Monday is yours with Foss. Land, Foss Landing? Foss, it's not Foss Landing. Oh, it's the other one. Foss. What got, is that? Hang on. I got it right here. It is Foss Scale Fishery. Foss Scale Fishery. So of all the guys that are out there, or ladies and gentlemen that are out there that have Foss Scale Fishery that are building it, I'm doing it Monday night. Right. I am doing Gleason's Garage on Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, mark that on your calendars. Right. Foss Fishery Monday, Gleason's and then bra. Tuesday is Gleason's with Toddles. With me. <laughs> All right. So um, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. So if you guys, I'm sure some of you guys that are doing the other ones will still tune in to the opposite show. The the um, the one you're not doing. I know some guys said they'll be doing both. We're not doing both. Some actually think I are. I think some of them are doing both. A couple of guys picked up two kits. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even if you're not doing Foss Fishery or Gleason's, um, feel free to tune in and just watch. So, right. You'll right. you'll still probably learn something. So exactly. And you're going to exactly. learn it's different. Gonna be a good time. You're going to learn different techniques. I'm going to make sure I don't do things that my dad already covered. Um, the night yeah. before, you know, so I won't, I'm and not, vice versa. yeah, I mean, there's going to be some things we can't avoid. I mean, repeating. like when we first start, I mean, we're yeah, be... gluing is gluing and bracing is bracing, yada, right. yada. Like, exactly. That is what it is. In fact, I might have, I'm probably going to this weekend try to prep, prep my walls a little bit. Okay. And have like one wall of each. I don't want to spend three hours on a live bracing and sanding walls. Right. Well, I don't want them to go three hours anyways. That's not what I meant. So, I don't want yeah. the whole hour or hour and a half that I'm on, and right. I'm just bracing walls. Right. So right. I'm going. I'm going to. I'll. I'll do one or two walls, and I'll show how I brace them. But the right. the Foss Fishery has a ton of walls, and I don't want to be on there just doing wall bracing. Right, so I'll exactly. probably have a bunch of them already braced and ready, and I'll do a few, show you how I do a couple different unique different styles of walls, probably like an inside corner, you know, where the, the bracing goes to the edge, and then right. uh, a bracing on a different type. There's a couple different types of, of – I think there is. Hang on. Let me look. I'm pretty sure there's different – it's not all clapboard. Side. Dude, I haven't even opened mine yet. I did. Yeah, I haven't opened. I'm gonna go grab it right now. So when you're, I, your thing. because I there's different types of yeah there are there's different types of walls and different textures. I'm going to leave a few of them separate. Yeah. And then um, do the different. Well, oh man, there's a bunch of good stuff in here. I forgot a bunch of goodies. All right. So, anyways, we're gonna cover a lot and, and um, uh, try not to repeat each other. Next. I week. just grabbed mine off the shelf. Oh man, I can't wait. Mine's got that whole dock to do too. 
I haven't even looked inside mine yet. So with mine, you're going to get a little special treat because um, I have to build a scene with mine. I have to fit mine into the dock um, or into the, the pier that it comes with it. So, um, yeah, yeah, that'll that'll be interesting. But anyways, so uh, I'll have that ready. I'll probably do a night where I do some scenery later in the, later in the couple weeks as we go on. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah. What kind of casting is that? Oh, it's a gas pump. Did Dan reach out to you, Dan P? He uh, did not. About no. the windows? I don't know. Oh. I haven't checked anything out, though. So Yeah. I've, today you're talking about? No, nah, it was last week. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, all right, anyways. So, um, yeah, so that's what we've got going on. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the kit now. It looks like, uh, looks like some fun, man. I'm looking forward to this one, but I'll have some different shaped walls and some bracing to do. I'll probably do likewise the same type of thing, and then I can color. I can get into some staining and coloring of these walls as well, and uh, maybe a little signage. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm excited about Monday and Tuesday, man. It will be fun. I know um, we're going to cover a lot of different stuff. We're we're going to move at a little bit faster pace than the first group build we did last year. Um, I want to, I want to hit some techniques that might not have been, they're not, they're not going to be basic techniques, you know? Yeah. If you got a guest for Wednesday, that's up to you. Um, but I wasn't planning a guest for Wednesday. We could do that. We could do the mom thing. Yeah. Let's get mom on. All right. Let's do that. And then, and then the following week we'll be on again and we'll reverse that. I'll be on Monday. You'll be on Tuesday. If that's what you want to do, unless you want to continue on the same schedule, um, let's just let's go with that for now. And then if something happens with my work and I got a time issue, I'll we'll, we can switch it. Oh, so you want to stay on Mondays? No, 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 no. We'll alternate. Okay, but and I, then if on there's, Wednesday, if there is an if there's an issue that around lunchtime ish, it's looking like yeah. I'm not going to be able to get on. I don't want the Foss Fishery people to think I'm coming on that night. So um, we will announce if there's a switch. Okay, so um, what we'll do and is that week we have we also have Jason Jensen as a special guest that week. The first week? So the second week. Oh yeah. So the second week we'll have Jason Jensen as our and he will t- he will take my uh my Tuesday spot that week. And then uh and then I will I will let him step in for me on Tuesday. And then you're He's just doing gonna something miss a week? special with his and I'll miss a week, which won't be a problem. Okay. Oh yeah, and, he's doing uh, Gleason's too. Right. I don't want to overload with three three nights in a row. It was too much last time we did that. So, um, yeah, he's doing both. He's combining both of them oh, together. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. A special treat. I got to see a sneak preview yeah. of his, what he has planned and designed. His mastermind. His mastermind of what he's kit bashing the two of them together. Yeah. And it's going to be exciting. And uh, it'll be neat to have him on that night, uh, on that Tuesday. So that'll okay. be good. We'll, we're going to occasionally put Jason on as a special guest. Uh, at that point, so nice. Well, I can't wait to see what he did. Yeah, I'm actually either. getting pretty, um, you know, pretty much back into the swing of things. I know I had a a summer. I know I think everyone kind of had a weird summer and and uh, for multiple issues. But and I was busy. I had a lot going on, and uh, I'm right. actually excited now to get working on this wharf. That the new part of the wharf. Um, I finally have the uh, the terminal done. That's been done for a couple weeks now, though. 
Uh, I mean, minus some road work. I need to do some road work around there, but the the scene is done, right? Right. I gotta redo. Right. I gotta redo that one road that we're not happy with. Right. Um, and I, I may, and there's some few detail parts I want to put down that didn't come with the kit. Um, but it, all that kind of stuff is after the fact. That's because I gonna... wish I, I wish I had all my detail parts painted and ready to be put on the layout. Oh my gosh, we would be slammed. With... I know. Well, every square inch would have detail. Well, I got so much stuff in boxes and packages and stuff I haven't even gotten ready yet. I know. It's just, it blows my mind. Well, what like the, the terminal will look more and more complete the more I load in there details. Right. So the right, whole scene, sure. the basic scenes, all done. Uh, I threw a couple, I threw a vehicle or two in it. Um, but, but I have, I, all the detail parts that came with it are on the kit, which are plenty of them, but right. you know, I want to overload that whole area cause it's like a hub of the city. Right. So I'm going to yeah, overload yeah. that. That's more to come, but that, that'll come later. But now my focus and my excitement is on this new wharf. Yeah. And the Foss fishery is going to go down there. I didn't even think about that. I'm going to have to find a place to fit that on our waterfront, which now we have plenty of room. Yeah. I think um, that'd be great down there. But uh, Foss Fishery will go down there, and I'm just excited. I have the foam all. I got new liquid nails yesterday, Dad. Or what was the night I sent you the picture of the war- the wharf? It was a Monday night or Tuesday night. Monday night. Monday night. Yeah. Um, that night I look. I liquid nailed everything down. So um, it's dry. It's ready to go. So now I can start hacking and whacking away at this thing. Right. <laughs> um, and. Now that the liquid nails is dry, I have the paint mixed. Um, the paint for the water. There was a question on our overtime group. Um, I forget who it was that asked, and I apologize for forgetting who it was that asked the question. I don't have. I'm not going to scroll back through right now. But was how am I going to blend the existing water with the new water? And um, I'm going to kind of catalog that as I do it and show you guys with some videos and show you um, the step-by-step process I take to blend that new water with the old water. Yeah, because we're going to have to cover that line gap in between. Well, we Matt, also have to, we also have to do that at the far end down there at, at the harbor. Well, that one we can do. I have an idea for that side. Okay. I'm going to make the waves choppier where the harbor meets the water. Yeah. And we can kind of like dry brush some white White caps where the harbor meets the where the harbor meets the uh, sea. Yeah, the harbor that sounds like a uh, really... harbor meet. The harbor meets the bay because it's not the sea. We're along the bay. Yeah, but where the right. harbor meets the where the where the inlet meets the bay. Right, right. That's not the, where the inlet meets the bay. That sounds like a really deep like romance book. novel. It sounds like a book. Yeah, like one of those hot and. Hot and heavy well, romance novels. I don't novels. know about hot and heavy. Inlet meets the bay. Where the inlet meets the uh, bay. It doesn't get and the waves. The, stuff, the waves you know, but, were lapping along that. Well, not you, but maybe I don't know. It's like one of those women's books. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get hate mail for that one. Anyways, um, yeah. So I have an idea. Matt Hankins actually proposed this idea, and it's pretty neat. Uh, I like it. So. Where that split is on the new section, where the waterfront yeah. meets, um, is actually perfect. This wasn't Matt Hankins. I'm I'm playing off of Matt Hankins' original idea. He said, "Which is to put a little like jetty out there. Ah, like a little 
get some rock. We have plenty of rocks and stuff. Yeah. Build, build a little seawall, like a little jetty for your inlet. Yeah. Yeah, get some photos and, and get some ideas. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we, we we'll, build one out there. We'll make it work. It can just go to the edge. It can just be a. It could just. That's a long ass jetty. Well, not really. Not really. It's, not it's really only a, four inches, five inches. Oh well, that's not so bad. Then. It's right there at the the oyster yeah. at at Faircloth Oyster. Yeah. Um, but in between those two buildings, I have that's where I'm going to put Captain Jack's, which is now Pops Crabs, yeah. the fresh crabs place. It's in between those two buildings, and there's actually a little separation in the seawall there. Yeah. So I could build a little stone wall that goes out. Not a stone wall, sure. but like a pile of rocks that goes out like a jetty wall. Yeah. Um, and put it in between those two. And it makes sense because if you look at where the um, Faircloth Oyster and the um, the Pops Crabs is, there's boat ramps, Right. Right. So it would make I could put two walls up, one on either one on either side of the boat ramps, and the not wall. I keep saying walls, but like um, a little a jetty wall. Yeah, it's a pile right. of rocks. Um, yeah. But build two little stone wave breaks right there for the boat ramps. That way the yeah. the waves aren't all choppy there coming into the boat ramp where the boats are going to get pulled up into those two houses. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So that can help me mask that seam up. Right. Yeah, because uh, we. Yeah, I thought about this scene thing myself. So I, at the other end, what we could do on the other end is just put more, more, um, uh, white caps, uh, waves, um, Mod Podge. Yeah, I, I thought there. we could build up the and water it, and make or, it look a little more turbid. Glass gel medium. I thought you know? if we build another layer of waves up on that. Yeah. We can make it look a little choppier up there. Right. Plus, I had the resin, so we could pour. I still have some resin. I can make a small mm. batch and pour it right along that line. Mm. I, I don't know how resin would look poured on top of the Mod Podge. It's already yeah, down. It's clear. I mean, it's clear. Yeah, but then we got to blend it in down farther then. Uh, I think we just stick with the Mod Podge because when it dries, okay. it'll match it's the Mod Podge that's already yeah, down. Yeah. And then right. we can make it choppier. Um, and we could use that clear latex method that Doug had on that one video. Right. Yeah. That's and an idea put too. some higher waves in right there. Cause it's kind of where like the open water meets that little inlet. Sure. And if you've ever been, you know, when you go down to the ocean and you see like when you're near the breakwater, it's the breakwater. Yeah. And when, yeah, when you're down, when we were at Virginia beach and you see where Rudy Inlet comes out into like the open water, Yeah. there's like a two different currents are meeting right there and it's chop it's really choppy so we could well, cover you know, it when we leave a marina and we go deep sea fishing in yeah. the past when you get out in that it's when, choppy when you right leave, there yeah when you leave out on from the bay into the into or the inlet and in, right out into the main ocean it, you get that chop you yeah. know and remember how rough it was for the first you know probably first quarter of a mile half mile yeah there's like a there's like a 200 yard section where it's real rock real choppy water oh easily 200 yeah so um so that's the plan with that i I, i'm excited to build those two little sea walls too because they're gonna like the wave break wall like breaker walls because they're gonna add to that scene where those boats would be pulled up on those ramps too so that'll be that'll be fun yeah um and another exciting thing with this new wharf, this new, I don't know what you call it, not the wharf, but the new inlet on the other side. 
Yeah. Is oh, excuse me, that was a coffee burp. That Jeez. was gross. That coffee burp was disgusting. It was. Um, the other cool over here, I could hear. It. You could probably smell it through over there. I did, man. Ooh. Anyways, the other cool thing, the other cool announcement with this new section of water is it's a much more open area of water, much bigger body of water. It's the biggest section of water we have. Um, right, as far as be. as far as open water, and right. I have room to finally put that gift we are given by Ken. I don't need to go into any other names, but Ken, thank you. Um, we'll leave the last name out of it. Yeah, because that's going to look awesome and out there. So, like two years ago, we got given a what is that one? It's a I have the box the box for it right here. It is. I don't know where I put the box. Oh, there it is. Oh. Sorry, I had to go get it. Oh, no. Excuse me, I've just had a minor um, malfunction. What? We had a malfunction here. All right, here we go. I was dropping stuff. All right. It is from Model Railways. It's, it looks like it's an older kit. Um, it is. The Model Railways HO Scale Jubilee Rail Car Ferry Boat. It's big. It's 14 inches long, three and a half inches wide, and four inches high. Where like the what do you call that? Like the the, the stack on the boat, like the that, what do you call that uh, the, the thing on the boat where the, the bulkhead? The bulk? No, is that the bulkhead where the the, pe- yeah, yeah. the people go up? Yeah, the main um, part, the yeah, tall part, just, the tall yeah. part of the boat. Right. Um, I guess I, I guess so. Or the yeah, yeah. pilot know, house, cab. pilot house, pilot house. That's it. Um, it, it's four inch high. It's a big boat. Right. But Ken sent it to us about two years ago, and we could not figure out where to put it. And, um, you know. Now we have a place. It's going to look awesome We tried squeezing, and you and I had played around with it a couple times. Like, eh, it just wasn't, it was too big for what we had. It was too big for the harbor. But now we finally have a home for it right on that corner. And it's actually an awesome place for it because that's like the first corner you see when you come around in the layout. So we're going to have a big, big-ass boat just hanging out there right on the corner of the layout. Oh, yeah. And it's already detailed. It's I don't have to do anything to it. It's done. Right. So all I got to do is put the water underneath it. It's, yeah, it's going to look awesome. It's got people on it. There's a guy on it with binoculars checking it out. There's another guy on the end of it holding an anchor like he's getting ready to, or like he's pulling an anchor up or getting ready to drop an anchor. It's it's awesome. It's already a scene. It's a it's a scene on itself. Yeah, um, it has a. It even has a um, a track, a pelican on the end. It's got a pelican. It's got two. It's got one or two birds on it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's already weathered. Oh, it's ready to go. People standing there looking out over. And I mean, it's got the track, and you can. The only other put, thing it needs is a, a rail car on it. Right, and we could do a rail car. You know, and we could make it so one of the tracks. We can make a, a flat, dead piece of track that goes <sighs> parallel to one of the docks that comes out on... Yeah, we can figure that out. We'll figure well, it out. we could actually run it down on that new side, and it just ends at the end of the layout. It doesn't have to even be an right, operating exactly. track. Um, we don't have to run anything on No, it. i got plenty of extra track. We do that anyways. We could have plenty of extra track for that. but Or they could just use their imagination. We don't have to do that. It could just be coming in from another area, somewhere not on the layout, another town across the bay. Right, sure. 
So we don't even have to put a rail car on it, even though it has a rail put car. A couple, put some vehicles. We on can it. put just regular vehicles on it, or a small rail car and a and a couple car, trucks or something. Maybe, maybe we can figure it out. But um, but it's a badass boat, and it's got a cool home now. So the other right. cool thing that, and you'll you'll have to see it next time you're down here. When you're looking at the layout from that corner, it goes up the hill to the REA Freight and the Sanborn. I'm not Sanborn. Um, Sassen Vinegar Works. Yeah. And it is an awesome scene to look up the hill at those two buildings. I saw your photo you put up on Instagram on that. It is. It looks sweet. Now there's a there's that the the mill the logging mill kind of haphazardly laying there in the way that won't be there. <laughs> No. So, but you can see all those all those industrial buildings up behind it on the on the hill, and it yeah really it really adds a lot to that scene. Oh, it definitely enhances the whole view. So, and it's cool to look it's cool to look straight down the waterfront and see that giant long rock face. And there's that little I have that little tugboat hanging yep. out, and we could put a couple other small boats on there. We got we got a bunch of rowboats we got to paint. I mean, we can load that thing up with boats. Well, and I have, I have, uh, yeah, I have a tugboat. You have a tugboat. I have also have a lobster boat. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, that has to be built. I haven't done that yet either. So yeah, that would definitely look cool. So I'm excited. Sounds good. Sounds good. So that's what I was working on, and then later, I think now that that's dry, I'm actually I'm not going to do much with the foam. I'm not going to carve it to shape it. Because yeah. the foam is actually going to be like the, the the walls there aren't going to be shoreline like where the where the land would meet the sea. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be man made walls along the right. sea. So like when you go to Baltimore or you go to Philly and you see the na- like the shipyards and stuff, right? Or any any coastal town when you see the shipyards. They're, the the wall the sea walls are built by man they're either like wood timbers or they're stone well, uh, yeah but you're con- looking at concrete concrete and walls then, so, and then you're gonna concrete we could put concrete and some we could put a mix yeah there's and a couple can, there's a couple different features which I can do with it but it's gonna be all man it's gonna be all man made seawall right. um, for the industrial shipyards. We could also put some pilings at corners and things like that. Yeah. And then, of course, um, I was thinking, um, I, I was thinking also that we could. Uh, well, I'll, I'll order some some of those bollock, bollocks that have uh, you could tie boats off of. Oh yeah. On the on the sides, I'll order some more of those from Seaport Model Works, and then of course we can get. Um, the uh, you can hang some tires over the edges of them so to protect a little bit. Um, we could also put um, uh, you know there's, there's all kinds of options. We'll we'll we'll, go, we'll jazz it up real nice. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We'll That'll jazz be a lot it fun. up. Yeah, we'll jazz it up, man. I love it. With some jazzercising. Some wasn't it jazz it up with Zatarans? Something like that. I don't that. know. I never. I don't know what that is. It's like that flavoring. Yeah, whatever. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what that was, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just said jazz it up. It's not like it's a, it's not like it's, it was. It is. It's not like that was an exclusive comment to some product. 
Jazz it up with Zatarans. It's a no. No, it's been Jazz it up's been being said for decades and decades and decades for probably a century. I know, but you never know? mind. Okay, whatever. All right, so we got that. That's what's yeah. happening down here. Um, uh, at my house. Yeah, what's going on? Not a hell of a lot. Not a hell of a lot because, well, last week after we did the podcast, we went camping. the next day we went camping for three days. So we were camping, and it took me a day to recover from camping. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then, of course, and we had a great time. You know, It was a lot of fun. I had the grand, granddaughters there. We had some fun. We did some tent camping. And it rained the last night when you and I were out there. And, uh, you know, so I had to take my tent home and the dining fly it out. and open it all up as when I got home at that Sunday and aired it all out and then just set it all back up again. And then, you know, then tear it down and repack it after it was dry and then put, store it away. And, uh, so by the time Sunday was done, I was shot Monday. I used that to recover. Uh, last night was Capitals hockey game, and then tonight we're recording. So, I mean, technically, I put on shingles on a roof on one of the buildings on the sale shop, mm-hmm. uh, the sale maker's shop, um, from um, the uh, Carolina Craftsman Kit uh, Yacht Basin, and I've got the almost got the all the shingles on the roof, and I've done that since I've been home. Um, I also, uh, that's, that's primarily it. I'm, I'm getting ready to start the other building on that as well. So that's just, uh, the other boathouse number two. And, um, you know, outside of that, not a lot. And and that's be, just simply because I've had that and catching up from getting back and having to cut grass. It's summertime and it's one of those weekends we got away and, you know, obviously we all have this. Uh, where there's a week or two, you're just not getting much done. And that's, that's this week. You know, I mean, it was a lot, you know, we had stuff going on. that took precedence over my workbench. And yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, but you know, I don't get me wrong. I've been thinking about some things and I went out and got some, went to the flea market down the road from us about two weeks ago before we went camping. And I was just walking by. I really didn't see anybody else's junk that I wanted to take home with me and make my junk. <laughs> so I was walking by this one guy, and he had a whole mess of cigar boxes. And they're nice wood, all wood cigar boxes, empty cigar boxes. And they were real nice, had the latches on them with the hinges. And, they, they, you know, they're multiple different colors. A lot of them were just wood colored, uh, you know, all lacquered and everything. And they were like three for five dollars, and I'm like, wow, that's not bad at all, you know. And um, so I got um, how many? How many? I ended up walking out of there with uh, two, three. I got six of those. Nice. And then I went and got. And then where were we that evening? Oh, we were walking out of there, and somebody else must have, um, uh, by a trash can, had thrown some down, and there were some other cigar boxes there, and I grabbed them up, 
and uh, now I have those as well. So it's only, it's like two or three extra. So I had uh, I ended up with like nine cigar boxes or something like that. Nice. That's about ten bucks. So score. It was, you know, a buck a little, yeah, score. Trash and they're score. nice because they're great. To put, they're great to put small parts in and tools. And the one cigar box has little individual dividers, little wood dividers that would separate every cigar. Okay. So, I mean, I can rip them right out, but I'm leaving them in and I can use them to store some kind of tools or, uh, I I don't know. I'm going to put something in there. Right. I think definitely like a tweezer set or something like that. I can put them in between the, the dividers and, uh, so yeah, I, I got I got plans for that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I love I love I love wooden cigar boxes. Mm-hmm. I think they're great for storing stuff in. And I know you do too. I have a bunch and, of them, and you're and you're gonna get some more because I'm gonna give you some of these. But um, you know, so that was kind of cool. Uh, I plan on doing some scenery work this week. May I was gonna maybe do it tonight, uh, but then we had to cast uh, tomorrow night and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I'm home all weekend, so. I plan on doing some scenery work on my diorama that's going to fit down into place. I want to get that done. I got weeds and shrubs and bushes and all kinds of stuff that I picked up. Uh, you and I bought that were, you know, a, a variety of different things. I want to try and mesh them together. And I got a AK interactive book today that I bought um, a digital an book of a digital book. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's but it's AK Interactive and it's it's their book on, uh, I guess it would be your what, what the hell was it um, scenery vegetation no vegetation it's all about vegetation and how to lay the vegetation down so it, you blend it all together and everything else it's great it's about eighty five pages and uh, I plan on using some of the techniques in there even though some of them are geared to a larger scale. The techniques are just like anything else with modern rivering. You want to, you know, that's the cool thing about those AK interactive books. They teach you skills and things, but if you scale them down or if you at least read and pick out the techniques on how they did it and how they looked at, at angles and created, you know, uh, sight lines and things like that, they do this with the, the vegetation as well. You know how how vegetation blends in certain ways, and certain ones are higher than others, and and uh, you know and, and it's cool. It gives you a different perspective on how you look when you put them down to make it look natural. And uh, so I'm looking forward to reading that and maybe applying some of that this weekend. So you know, that's kind of cool. Um, those books are greatly helpful when they're not made for model railroading per se, but they're made for. Um, You'll get a chance to get online and look at some of them. If you have Google Books, I use Google Books um, and uh, you know, search through the AK books. You get, you know, just take a peek at them. They're not overly expensive there, and um, I download them right there. I can either read it on my laptop or computer screen, and I can read them on my phone for that matter. Right. Uh, so, but they're but they're awesome. They're not just for military modeling. Those those ideas and things that they have in there are geared to can can help any modeler with a lot of techniques. It's they're awesome. So that's it. 
Yeah, I can't wait to look at that and, and check out that book. Yeah. I yeah. haven't yet, but I'll scroll through it here. Yeah, definitely do that. So, but, you know, so the neat thing is if you have several modelers in the family and you have Google and you have a Google account, a family Google account, we can share books between us, which is kind of cool. So nice. Google allows you to do that. Yeah. When you buy them. How so, many yeah. do you like you share it with? You and me. Oh, yeah. And anyway. your mom and Christian. Oh yeah, the family account. Right, the family account. Right. Nice. So yeah. So anyhow, so that's uh, that's what I got going on. I mean, it's not exciting, guys. It's not a busy it's week this and, week. Yeah, we you know we had we, we had like a little mini camping vacation and some things like that, and and a busy week, and then of course it's hockey playoffs right now, which is odd, unusual in August. Yeah. But um, so you know it's 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 the dog days of summer and. And, uh, you know, there was a time where you didn't, most people didn't even model at all, you know, in the summer months, you know, but I can't be that way. I had to model all year. So, well, but yep. All right. Well, I have to ask you, I have to ask you, I sent you a text earlier today. Oh yeah. I I didn't reply. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you want me to order some of this for you? Go for it. Okay. I will. There it is. Uh, the makeup applicators. uh, yeah, the little applicators that you can buy. Um, I'll, I'll order some. They're like right now. I can get like five hundred of them for seven ninety nine. Dang! So I'll order each five hundred. I like that. <laughs> so and I'll get two different sizes. So I'll order five hundred one size and five hundred the other size, and we'll just split them both. Nice. So yeah, well, cool. I'm a fan of that. I love those things. Yeah. I'm about out of yeah. them too. So I'm about. It's about time for me, me too. to be I, replenished. I, I am. Out. I have like four left. Oh wow! So perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yep. And, I, and when we get them, I'll share. I'll share them with everybody online, and uh, I'll do like a little. Maybe I'll do a little live session. Yeah. So uh, showing them off and you know explaining how how cheap they were and how many you get. So. Perfect. All right. All right. Here we go. We're gonna do our patron gonna, questions. Patron questions. So. We got our patron questions, and first one is from Greg Baker. At the rate you guys buy kits and the rate you keep expanding the layout, at what point are you going to have to buy a bigger house? Um, soon. <laughs> I want to get in. I want to get a bigger place, anyways. So sometime soon. It's it's in the it's in the three year plan. That's all I can say. I don't really I don't really know much else. But yeah. uh, I mean, here's the thing. Just because I'm building it doesn't mean it's going on that layout. Right. You know, I have some plans for a couple things that I'm going to build that are going to go into some small dioramas. I was talking to you about this before. Uh-huh. That I plan on putting on some shelves in my own home here, you know, and uh, and doing some small diorama things and maybe even give a couple away as gifts. Mm. I thought about... I thought about making like a small diorama, maybe twelve inches by twelve inches, or yeah, twelve by twelve, and um, and maybe an inch high, or you know, you could contour even higher than that if you want in places, and then on a foam base, and then you can buy a twelve by twelve plexiglass case to put over top with like a like a squared box plastic cover. Yeah. And uh, you know, a diorama case, or and almost put like it in the diorama case, or you need like one of those. Give them away as a gift. One of those um, 
display cases for like football helmets for like yeah, sports memorabilia. Yeah, there's, there's two, but I I found a couple modeling sites where you can get display cases for dioramas huh. or diorama display cases. Um, I, I think one is uh, hob, um, scalehobbyist.com, I believe, has some. And they're like 25, 20, 25 bucks. And yeah, you got to pay, pay that. But if you buy the football thing at, at, at Hobby Lobby, you're talking 45, 50 bucks and up. Yeah. So for half the price, I'm getting a specialized box for dioramas. Yeah. And then you can box them up and put them. You know, I was thinking maybe make you know make a make a diorama up and give one to your grandparents and you know make it special. You know, some kind of a some kind of a structure that has some meaning for them. Uh, maybe a model of their house or something along that lines. I don't know. I, I I'm debating some things. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's something else I want to try and get into is doing some individual diorama things and uh, see how they turn out. Maybe. Uh, maybe down the road later on, make some smaller ones and and sell them. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Next question from William Knight. Todd's got well. This is just a a, a funny a funny comment. Oh boy. Todd's got the plan, the best plan. Build great big kits, leave them in Brett's house. Repeat. What's that? Uh, Todd's got the best plan. Build great big kits. Leave them at Brett's <laughs> house. Repeat. Yeah, I do like doing that, you know? And um, it's neat because, like I said, we said before a couple times, many times, my whole thing is for me is that, yeah, I build them and I take them down there and they put them on the layout and they're big kits. And my idea is later on when our granddaughters get older, uh, they can go down and they'll see it and they'll say, hey, my grandfather built that, you know? Right. And uh, to me, that's the most important thing is that people, our family gets to see it and experience it and, and, and you know, see see our handiwork, which is cool. Yeah. To me, that's the biggest. I agree. Uh, and I can go down there anytime I go down there and I'm working down there with you. I look at my stuff and go, wow, there it is, you know? I built that. I remember building that <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah, and then also I got photos. I take lots and lots of photos of the big kits that I build, and I have them. You know, I I, I might take some. You know, I put up maybe a dozen or fifteen photos of a of a build when I'm finished. Right. But I might have taken fifty of those photos or more, depending on the size of the thing. And like Baxter's, I took um, a ton of photos of. Okay, and I have them. Uh, digitally on my Google um, photos, photos, they're uploaded on the you know, and they're there, and they're always going to be there, and and that's so cool. So um, I can look back on them at any time, and I don't have to worry about you know having to. Well, I know, and I, if I want to see it live, I just go to your house, and what better place to see it? I get to see my grandkids, right? So I agree. Yeah. All right. All right. Next one is from Lynn. We've all seen model trains and structures that have been sitting for a while, and they collect dust on them. It actually adds a sense of age, but as soon as you touch the object, it leaves fingerprints or or spots all over them. Is there some way to dust coat and preserve it? Um, I, I mean, well, I don't think they think they're going to get dust, dust unless you have dust. a cover. Yeah, there's one way you can prevent that. 
There's one way you can prevent it that I can think of. What? Just don't put any trains on. Or or structures. Or structures. Because then you won't have any dust on your structures or trains. That's right. That's um, right. He said there used to be a weathering dust called dust by dock. I've never heard of it. He tried to look it up, couldn't find it. And then Jake Johnson says, keep some canned air handy, which is probably something we should get for yeah. down here. Um, I was thinking about that too. Just to gently clean stuff off. Yeah, but um, next one is a question. And blow f- our scenery all over the place. Yeah, it'll go everywhere. <laughs> next one's from William Knight. This one's actually a question. You say you have run train. You have actually run trains and are using DCC. What system do you use? We have an NCE power cab. Yep, that's all I know about it. NCE power cab, and we know how to use the basics of it. Yeah. That's, that's, all, about it. that's about it. I don't it. know all the special features yet. I want to learn it. I just haven't. Um, next one is from Scott Horgan. What is your dream kit that you want to get but never, but have not purchased yet? Hmm. I know what mine is. I'll wait for you. Bristly now. Papers uh, is one I want to get. And that Who's is that one from? from that's from... Um, Shoot the big red boxes. Yeah, uh, that's the one mine's from too. South River. Uh, yeah. Yes. Bristly papers. And I know Brad up in Canada, uh, one of our listeners, I think he has built that already. Um and uh that's that's it's it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite ones to look at. One and, of my uh, favorites to look at it's from the same manufacturer. Um yeah. I was looking at Bristly papers just now, just as you were talking about it, because I got on here to check it out. Anyways, mine is also from them and it's the Blackstone it's another paper it's another mill, but Blackstone paper mills. Oh, that's that's another nice cuz it's one. got that brick the brick building with the big cupola, white cupola on it. It's it's awesome looking. And it's got a little like row home looking thing on the corner. It's just it's awesome. I just love that white cupola. It reminds me of like a building you'd see in Gettysburg. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. Those are that's my kit that. Um, and there I, is. An, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's the one I want. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Hold on a second. I think a close second would be the um, Martin Machine Co. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool one too. Um. There are several from there's several I'd like to have that that are uh fine scale miniature kits. Mm-hmm. And then of course there's Foss Landing. I'm trying to find out who makes that thing. Um but Foss yeah, Foss Landing. That is well anyways, get on the next question, I'll look it up. Alright, sounds good. Next question is from Brian Thompson, give us some tips and techniques for sidewalks in a city scene. Okay. And task board. Task board. And Dan Banks actually says there's a good live feed video that we can check out. He can check out where actually you went through the whole process that we use. And I remember you going through that one evening on a live. And it's saved on our Facebook page uh, under the videos section. You can go watch the replay of my dad's techniques 
four sidewalks, but we use taskboard. We hand cut those sidewalks. I love taskboard. Um, it's it's very versatile. You can use it for pretty much any application, not just. You got to be careful that you don't that it. You got to be careful when you're cutting it and everything. It doesn't peel up on you. It'll get kind of frayed looking too if you're not careful. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You just got to make sure you don't do that. It gets you know? a, it's it's a fibrous paper. It's a fibrous product. So if you right. handle it too much or you mess around with the corners too much, it'll get yep. like that frayed look. But you just and I've cleaned it up every now and then with a little bit of sandpaper or or just take my Zacto knife and cut a little bit off and create a new edge. It cleans right. it up. Cleans it up nice and easy. Um you, the some of the tips that my dad will had covered in that live video is don't just leave it a flat sidewalk either. You know, pop a couple little corners up. If you look at any sidewalk, if it's any more than a couple years old, they shift. You know, sometimes a slab will move a little lower or higher than the others. You know, they get tree roots under them. Right. Uh, it's sidewalks aren't all perfectly flat, especially in a city where you have multiple types of sidewalks. One block might be cobblestone, old brick sidewalk. One might be a newer concrete sidewalk. Um, and I've even seen, you, you know, this is something we haven't done or talked about, but you can even do sections of your city where, you know, in between two blocks, I'm sure you've seen this dad, where the sidewalk isn't even there and it's just grass in between two yeah. sections of sidewalk. And there's like a dirt path because people walk between the two sections of sidewalk and yeah. it's like a little dirt path between the two sidewalks. They just never put a sidewalk in. You right. can, I mean, that's, that's per, you can leave the curb there, just remove the sidewalk. Um, yeah. And yeah, definitely. kind of make it look a little overgrown if it's a section that had some demolition work done. There's no longer a building there. It might be an empty section. So I like to vary up the, the colors the block too. Pattern. Well, the colors, yes, but the block pattern. I mean, how how the squares are yeah. are put down. I mean, because not every sidewalk is built at the same time by the same concrete pouring company. Uh, Different in, properties. In city. In different times that they were poured, I mean, different decades that they were poured. Yeah. So, you know, different sizes of uh, slabs that were poured, and um, I love that. You know, vary it up. You know, some and, storefronts um, would have, or some storefronts and some businesses would have nicer sidewalks too if they were more concerned about sure. their look. And some, if it's a a shop or a machine area, like a machine shop, they might have a crusty looking sidewalk. Who knows? You know, they're right. And, and you know what? No. Not all the curbs have to be crisp, right? Okay, I mean, yeah, they should they should look like that one time they were crisp, but you know, hey, how many times do we walk walk down any sidewalk in a city and look at the sidewalks? Some of them are see, buckled. They got chunks taken out of them. <laughs> um, I mean, at the edge. I mean, the very the very edge of them. Yeah, or like if it's sidewalk. a corner so facing the street. Yeah, if it's a corner and, where people are cutting the oh, corner yeah. on a curb and it's all busted. Yeah. You know, and 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 the curbs edges are chopped up from hand trucks, from delivery trucks coming up over top, and and uh, you know that kind of thing. They 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 load their their hand trucks up while it's out in the road, and then they 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 pull it up over the curb, and the concrete chips a little bit, and a little bit, and a little bit, and eventually pieces start falling off of it. Um, it's cool to show those broken pieces. I like to show cracked up sidewalk. Where some of those pieces have fallen out, and now there's like rubble in be- in those little itty bitty spots. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I cover a lot of that on that that uh, article that we were talking about, the um, live video. 
Right. Oh, the live video. Yes. Yeah, you did and like a two-hour section uneven, on it. Right, and I did a, an uneven patch of uh, concrete uh, where I had a slab coming up, and um, it's uneven, and uh, it's so cool and fun and easy to do that. Um, I also have sections of the slab that have been ripped out, and uh, where it's just like sand and rubble in it, you know. And it's like, yeah, use your imagination what you see. In fact, if you're gonna really do a city, it'd be best to no matter what era, because hey, concrete busts the same now as it did 40 years or 50 years ago. Right, right. It's it's concrete, you know. It's not like there's anything special made with concrete anymore. They, I don't know. It's concrete. So, um, you know, get your get your camera, get your phone, go into a town somewhere, take an older part of town, take some sidewalk photos and get some ideas. Find unusual things that you would see. They're not so unusual if that they're can't uncommon. Get out, if you can't get out and do that, thing. if you can't even get out and do that, get on Google Street View. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're in, if you're taking Street View of a town, the the images are right. going to be much more HD on Street View for a more populated area. You can get Absolutely. good shots from Street View of any city. Say you're modeling Chicago area, and you live in Florida. Well, get on Street View. You can travel to Chicago while you're sitting on your ass in your living room and yep. or in your workshop and grab some screenshots of what the sidewalk looks like in the city that you're modeling that might not even be close to you. Right. You know, take and take notice too. It's not just the concrete and the sidewalk. It's the it's uh, what's on the sidewalk. Yeah. Let's, let's look at it's in a section that, of a building that's being repaired. Okay, you, you go into a big city. Like I was down in Washington DC in March and I was walking with my wife. We walked everywhere in that town. Okay? And you walk down some of those streets and they have like plywood boards that are up that are like tunnels that you can walk through down underneath the, the scaffolding under the scaffolding yeah and, and look for that kind of thing and You'll scaffolding is not a like new th- source and things like that and scaffolding is not a new thing like you could be doing no. the 40s or 30s and have scaffolding and right. have, sh- have scaffolding and then have like plywood tunnels and then put like movie posters and and concert posters and shit like that on the on the on the on the plywood walls, yeah, uh, and it make multiple different colors, like greens and blues and things like that, because that's what would have been. That's what they do, you know, and some whites and vary the board colors up on them, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, get and and again, look at photos of that kind of thing. Uh, there, it's there. It's not. It happens in every city. It's not just when I was in D.C. I've seen it in Philly. I've seen it in Chicago. I've seen it, you know, everywhere. Yeah, every city is like that. They all have them. I mean, the it's, other thing uh, you gotta the other thing you gotta look at when you're doing sidewalks, and and I have not done much of it, but it's something that I. You've done more of the city, I think. I've done more of the other scenes. I've done some sidewalk, but right. the other thing you have to keep in mind, and what I was doing when I was working on the terminal is what's on the sidewalk. More than just that, like you got, you could have bike racks, fire hydrants, mailboxes, yeah. uh, the blue post office boxes. You can yeah. have street vendors like the little cart. You got people, uh, yeah. dirt. You got leaves. You could have leaves and newspapers falling on the sidewalk, and I mean newsstands, shoe signs, all make, kinds of crap. Make the sidewalks yeah. of your cities have some life to them. 
Um, yeah. I think, you know, okay. I see a lot of people do city scenes where the sidewalks are pretty barren. Yeah. Um, and if you ever have gone... Most... We're going to do that scaffolding thing. I'm thinking about it now. It wouldn't we'll be hard. One of the, uh, we'll pick one of the uglier storefronts. And, and it doesn't even have to be just an uglier storefront. It's just that we have so many storefronts, so we can cover one up a little bit, yeah. you know? I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's not like they're not going to see a storefront. They're all over the place right. in our layout. Right. So, yeah. So you can we can sacrifice a storefront or two and put and put something up. You know, or if you have one of them, one of your buildings, it looks like that one might be not quite as nice on the storefront as the other ones. Or you're not as proud of it. That one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Everyone's got yeah. that building that they're not as proud of. Now that we're talking about that, I want to try it. So it wouldn't be hard to do. So, yep. and you can, uh, you know, there's a million options with that, but we love sidewalks, by the way, the, yeah, I just, I just think about even in a small town, when you look, when you're walking down the street, there's a million things going on just on the sidewalk. Yeah. So don't leave it, don't leave it empty. Don't leave, you don't want a naked sidewalk. You don't need naked sidewalks. Put a sidewalks. tree coming up out of one. Yeah. You know, with a slab kind of cockeyed right where the tree comes up, you know? Cockeyed. Cockeyed. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, you know, where the slab's pu- coming up and cracked around where the roots are – or a root coming up through the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's there's ways it can be done. Yeah. Definitely. You know what you should do? We should do that for a sidewalk. Um, make a scene where it was like a freshly – like an older sidewalk and in one chunk you leave it unweathered like it's a freshly laid paved section oh yeah yeah you know what i mean like they did work they had to dig up a section and they poured a new chunk in the middle of an old piece right that would be cool and you could put like a handprint in it get so get like a darker gray paint and your finest finest little brush and put a little like put like footsteps going through it like someone didn't realize it was wet i have a guy that looks like he's Creeping and crawling and getting ready. Well, I, I think he's supposed to be throwing up. He's supposed to be on his knees and his hands are flat on the pavement. Yeah. And I got him to put him in a back alley, but I haven't figured out if I'm going to do that You can make it look like he's putting his handprint on the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a except whole story face, right except, there. Except his face is on the sidewalk too. Well, but you so could even just face do. in the concrete. You could even do a funny scene like that though and have someone like yeah. make it put like some gray paint on the bottom yeah. of one of your people. And yeah. put the footprints of a little darker shade across the sidewalk. Yeah, like someone didn't think realize That's it was a great idea. like they didn't realize it was wet concrete, and they walked through it, and now there's footprints on the sidewalk, dried. Yeah, that'd be funny. That's like a little George Selios, like a little silly scene he'd put in. Yeah, um, well, things like that can be done. Yeah. So. Well, that's so that, I mean, that's a bunch on our sidewalk. I like I like what Dan said for Brian's Brian's question. Though, make sure you go check out that video on our Facebook page under the videos tab, because yeah. my dad did go over that for quite. It was a long, pretty in depth video on sidewalks. Yeah. So, yep. next question is from Ron Piskel. Are you psyched about the group build starting? Yes, we are. I am. Yeah, for sure. So it's Mon- been a while, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Monday night will be night one, and I will be on. Uh, probably, I'll announce it. I'll announce it here. I'll, but I'll try and jump on at seven thirty. Yeah. Um. I'll put a formal announcement on Facebook. But for now, the tentative time for the starting of that is seven thirty. Um. It's going to be a great time. 
I'm going to have fun with it too. I'm not going to just, I'm going to try and light, spice it up a little bit with my nights, but yeah. All right. Jake Johnson. This is the last question here. If you were in a position to collect kits, what brands would you buy? Franklin South Manchester and South River Model Works should already be on that list. Any others that you can think of? I I got one. Well, we were talking about what was the question again? Read that. If you were plan if you were in a position to just buy and collect kits. Yeah. What brands would you buy? Franklin, South Manchester, and South River Model Works are, are should already be on that list. So other than those two, are there Sierra are, West. Sierra West. Sierra West, and I and I that's one of the kits I'd like to get, and I, that's what I was talking about. That's the uh, shipyard at Foss Landing. I'd like to have, and I love that. I, it's got like a half built ship there, and the whole works. It's really really cool. I, I I've always wanted to build that, and at some point in my life, I might buy this thing. I'd like um, to have a I, few of the builders and scale kits. I don't even know if we have. We wouldn't even have room for this right now. I mean, it's just something I build as a diorama. Yeah, you're, you're right. Builders and scale, they're I, nice. Too. I'd like to have a few more of those. Um, uh-huh. After building that first one, they are very tedious. But yeah. do they? I mean, do they just turn out awesome? Yeah, and there is. Uh, I would like to buy at some point. Um, I don't know if it's still available. Um, that is from Foscale Models. It's one of his previous kits that he's, um, the big kits he's had mm-hmm. in the red light district, or what it's called, or something like that. Hold on, let me uh, pull that up. Um, that's another one I wouldn't mind having. Um, uh, shoot. But why is it doing that? <laughs> Man, I just looked up on eBay, Builders and Scale. There are just. A boatload of them on eBay available. Yeah. I love Sierra West stuff. I mean, I've always wanted to try uh, one of their kits, and I'm going to do definitely do so. Um, here we go. HO scale. But, it, you know, just is one of the ones that I would like to at some point have, and that is HO scale. Gosh. I'm sorry. I'm trying to dig through his all HO scales. Um, more what it's called. I've I've looked at it many times. I was like, I don't know if it really gonna ever fit our layout. Right. You know, it it's one I've always wanted to build, and so now I can't find this one again. <laughs> um, there we go. That's another one too. Bur- the burlesque building. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a that's an awesome build. Yeah. Oh yeah. What the hell is it? Is it under his special kits? Maybe. But well, either way, no. I think if I had to pick one to collect, it would be Builders and Scale. Yeah. Um, I know my dad would probably do uh, the the Sierra West. Right. Um. I don't know. There's a bunch. Yeah. It'd be cool to get a bunch of old Campbells too, because there was a lot of cool Campbells buildings. Right, and they're not that. They're not all going to be the red light district. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the red light district, and uh, yeah, it's one I'd like to from Fosco. I always wanted to build the. Um, it the, reminds me of downtown Harrisburg when I grew up. The Campbell Scale Models buildings would be fun to get too because they wouldn't break the bank. 
Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. there's some, don't get me wrong, there's still some expensive ones, but, but you can pick up Campbell's build, old Campbell's buildings, pretty right. reasonable. Like, there's, there's a good supply of them, yeah. but they're good craftsman kits. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and there's a, a wide variety of them, but, uh, I'm even looking here, you can pick up, I got that firehouse for like 30 bucks or whatever. Here I'm looking, there's a, the Hamilton dinghies from Campbell's. Yeah. There's a bunch of cool Campbell's buildings and they're not that expensive. No, no, not at all. And you're going to get a good vintage craftsman kit, uh, for not much money, you know? Right. And they, right. they're, we might want to look at some of them because Campbell's has a bunch of those little kits too, like little buildings that we can stuck right. it, stick in different places. Sure do. So, yeah, I think that's another thing that we need to start looking into more is not the big buildings. We need to start looking at a bunch of smaller buildings. Yeah. And squeezing them in as many places as we can. Well, I agree on that. We need to get. We need to start looking. We've done a lot of big ones. We need to start looking at some small ones, little ones to fit in, and just yeah. jamming them into different places. Right, and and even scratch building some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah, I mean that. So that wraps up. Oh man, I just found an awesome Campbell's Donna's Diner. Oh yeah, it's tiny though. That's okay. You were just talking about putting little ones in the small in the in the nooks and crannies and stuff. I'm watching in between it. big buildings. I'm watching it right now. I just watched. I'm just wa- click watch on eBay. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that because now everyone else is going to go. I was looking me. at a plastic model the other day Ooh. on there on, and I have a watch on it right now, and I might buy it. Plastic people. Um, it is a Magnuson. I don't want plastic. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it's a Magnuson model. It's being redone now in um by um it's being made now by Walders. They've, they've of course bought that and then redid it in their plastic. But what I am doing is the end uh it's um HS scale North Water Street building by oh, wow. Magnus and Models. And I have a watch on it right now, and I'm pretty tempted to just buy this thing flat out. I like the shape of it. It's a corner building, and it's just really, really cool. It's um, I think it's the home of where Wal- where Walder started, and um, it's yeah, it's called the 1245 North Water Street Kit by Magnuson Models, and I've built Magnuson Models before. They're really cool because they're resin and they have some in- intense detail to them. Um, and I'm really seriously thinking about, about purchasing that kit. I have some, my eye on a couple other Magnuson models as well. Now, cause I want to start hitting some town structures that are brick. Yeah. And, um, you know, not that they're not, not that there's no wood brick out there. It's just that, and there is, and you know, we're and we're going to be making some here in, in the near future. Uh, we we were talking about that. We even had uh, uh, Monster Model Works is coming out with some stuff, and when they start pumping out more and more kits, I'm going to be really looking at buying some of their their brick stuff. I know that Jeff is also doing it with CCK, and I know that uh, there's brick structures from Foscale Models, and and so I'm really excited about that. I'm really hoping that. At some point, uh, Doug puts that firehouse out that was by uh, Ed Fuselas. 
Uh, so hint, I'd like to see that done. But, hint, hint. You know, but hint, hint again. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, there, but I am, I'm seriously thinking about buying a couple plastic or resin kits uh, that are brick structures to put them in our town. So it's not all wood. Right. You know, so. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I think that's yeah. a great plan. I don't know. We'll kind of go off the beaten path there a little bit. No, but, that's fine. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But, well, anyhow. that's about all I have. I do have an announcement. One last one. The yeah. uh, patron kit winners for the month of August, they have all been ordered, and you should be receiving them in a couple days. Right. Depending on where you're getting them shipped from. So, all the CCK kit winners, who were they last for August? Oh. Right. It was uh, Jason Sider. Got one, Steve. Let me look here. Jason Sider won the JJ store from CCK. Second place right. was uh, Charles Mexka. He got the HO Company House and um, where's forty three here? Steve Fred got Jimmy D's tire and lube. Uh, he yeah. was the he was the semi annual kit winner. We do that one every six months, so right. um, they're all out now. They've been ordered, and you guys should be getting them in a couple days, hopefully. Um, cool. Hopefully, they get shipped out in time. So that's it. I just wanted to update everyone on that. Um, yeah. So if you guys want access to the patron uh, questions, our overtime group page, uh, the contests that we do each month. Uh, the, a bunch of different things. You can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Brett Wiley and, um, you know, support the show. It's it's a lot of fun. It's all voluntary. You don't have to do it at all. You still can get all this stuff for free, all the shows and everything at least. Um, yep. But it helps us run the show and keeps my dad and I, you know, on our toes and, and, and keeps us pumping out this content. And it allows us to keep building cool stuff and continuing to talk about these techniques so a lot of this, a lot of the Patreon stuff goes into allowing us to get new things when they come out and talk about these new kits when they come out and get our hands on them, build things, new product that comes out. We get some stuff with that. We get to talk about it to you guys. That way uh, you don't have to buy it and experiment on your own. You can hear it from us. And uh, right. um, it just allows us to keep creating awesome content. Build cool stuff. Build cool stuff. So... Um, yeah, that's what I got this week. And um, how about you? You got anything else you want to add? Let's do our music choices real quick. Oh, okay, yeah. We haven't um, done that in a couple weeks. Sure. I have been, and it's been on for a while. I've been on the BC Boy kick for a while now. Oh, yeah. I mean, week after week after week for a while. I've been the old, well, a little bit of everything. But let me pull up what I have played recently. Well, while and, you're uh, doing that, I'll say mine. I've been listening to a lot of old um, Puddle of Mud. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had it on the other day at work, and like it just came up on my radio. Oh, my shuffle that I was listening to, you know, just random songs on my shuffle. And, um, right. I was like, man, I haven't listened to them in ages. So I uh, popped them on and was listening to them for a little while. Oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, nice. Some old School Earth, Wind, and Fire stuff, man. Nice, nice. So I had some of that on as well. But, very cool, uh, very cool. And that's completely opposite <laughs> the, the, the Beastie Boys, but hey, you know, I mean. That's fun, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Awesome. Well, um, I think we're going to wrap up this week's show with that, on that note. And, um, yeah. Can't yeah. wait to see you guys on Monday for our first night of the group build. 7.30 Monday, 7.30 Monday, Tuesday. 7.30 Tuesday. Yep. So, and that's, that's Eastern time. And uh, so when you said 7.30, I don't want people to go, oh, then what about Tuesday? Well, we're going to be on what time on Tuesday? Well, you know, Tuesday nobody's saying about Tuesday. 7.30 so, uh, both nights. 7.30 and, um, both nights. The, uh, if you miss a night, it's not a deal breaker. Uh, you can, if you're working right, or you're, if you're working or you're away, don't fret. You can catch the replay of it on our Facebook page all the time. You can even watch it next year. So if you're listening and you didn't, I know there were some people who didn't get to purchase kits from the build. Um, I right. think, I believe the railroadkits.com site is slowly coming back up. I'm not sure really? how that, I saw a comment there. That it was up, but certain kits aren't available right now. So I'm not sure how that transition's going. Um, it will be available again at some point when when uh, I'm going to the uh, website. Kits back on with um, you know with, with the, the new, new ownership. ownership so, but yep. you know, I'm not sure. It looks like it's back up, but I'm not well, sure. That'd if be great. It, I think it's in limited quantities for now. It looks like there's some stuff that might not be available. I don't quote me on that, but um, uh, either way. It will be coming back up. So if you're listening and you didn't get in on the first, you know, on this group build, um, but you still want to build along with us, you can order the kit next month or uh, next year and still do uh, the, the build along with us after, we post, after we've done the live build. You can always go back later, check out the right. saved videos. And that goes with any of our old live videos. You can always go back and check out any of our old saved live videos um, yep. and... and uh, and check them out as well anytime. So if you're working and you miss it, don't worry. It's still there. I, I do have a product I want to tell you about that I have here. That oh, I like go for it. And uh, it's not a railroad product or model modeling per se product. It is a shop product. And I love it. I use it a lot now. It is a big orange container called fast orange it's a it's a um, soap it's a soap pumice and it's for cleaning you know clean your hands it's got a black pump on the top of it this particular one has 64 ounces in it oh dang i use it's it's a big one but it costs like 10 bucks yeah you get them at the auto supply the big pump like the um, big pump version of it yeah i mean it'll probably last you it'll probably last you five years yeah, and I got it over at, uh, at, at you know, one of the auto places like um, AutoZone or whatever, you know, all the auto places that have, they all have these there, and they're like 10, 10 bucks or something like that, and you get this giant thing with a pump on the top. It cleans everything. I get plaster on my hands. I get paint on my hands. I get stains and inks and things like that. I pump two one or, I just pump it down once or twice. Isn't rub from, my hands together. Isn't that from like Gojo, water? Gojo or something? It's like, yeah, same kind of thing. There's we, several different products yeah, out there. We used to have that when it's we had the market. The Did we? I don't remember that. I thought I remember seeing that. I don't remember that. having that. No. Eh, oh but well. it, it takes everything off, and it takes off inks and paints and stains, <coughs> plaster. I had last night. I went out and I clean. I cut the grass. And I came in here, 
because after I was cutting the grass, I, I used the, the uh, weed eater. And I, I, you know how when your weed eater is done, I, you probably don't do that, but I clean my weed eater off. I hose it off. At all the, uh, okay. And um, so I clean it off and I kind of rub some of it off. It didn't want to come off of the water with my, with my fingers. And I had, then I had these heavy grass stains on my hands. And I came in here, pumped down on that one time, rubbed my hands together, took, walked over to the sink, rinsed it off, it was gone. Nice. And uh, it's great. Uh, it's neat to have right here in my workbench area. So I am always able to clean my hands at any one time, and it's very, very simple to use. You don't necessarily have to have the water. It's nice to rinse it off with the water, or, or you can just rinse Wipe it off with a paper towel or, or a rag or something, mm-hmm. and you'll get some of that crap off your fingers. Uh, I like having it. It's something that's always on hand. It's right here. It's a shop item. It's it's a great idea. So I love it's it. It's not just for auto. It's not just for mechanics. You know, right? So anyhow, cool. Well, okay. um, yeah, we'll wrap up this week's episode. That's a wrap. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining us again for another installment of the Crazy Ass Model Building Show. And uh, we hope <laughs> you enjoyed it. And um, go Caps. See you Monday. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs>